Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm Tanya Summerton. Well, it's another week in isolation and um, I'm feeling a little bit happier. Hopefully you are too. There's not a great deal we can do with it, with what's happening. We've just got to get on with it, don't we? And um, I've had my headphones on today, doing my housework, singing around because tunes make me happy. So I suppose ask yourself, what makes you happy and what can you do in your time of despair because there's a lot of correlations between what people are going through right now and certainly what I felt like when I was getting divorced and I'm sure you feel the same way. I suppose the problem here is if you're compounding your unhappiness from your relationship with what's also going on in the world, people can get very stressed and very overwhelmed. And I've done some podcasts before on those two topics, but just quickly, overwhelm is where there's so many decisions that have to be made, you just simply can't put them in order of priority. And if you need to simplify overwhelm, that's really what it is. So my key advice for you is if that's how you're feeling right now, just take a deep breath and try and calm down a bit. And if even if you get out a bit of paper, but just start listing the things that you need to do and why you're feeling overwhelmed and how can you break them down into just some little little steps bit by bit and just tackle them one at a time. Ask yourself, what's the danger? What's going to happen if you don't get everything done? What is it that you need to do right now that's just going to be able to keep you moving forward and keep you out of that feeling of overwhelm? Because I've been there and sometimes it's not making any decision is just enough to make you stay where you are, stay stuck. So what I wanted to talk to you guys today about is where else in your life have you tried and failed? Now, the interesting thing here is tried and failed. And the word failure, such an awful word. And I remember when I wrote my book, it should have been one of the most amazing times in my life because, yay, I wrote a book, but instead I felt like such a failure because I was divorced. I felt like my my brother wouldn't come to my book launch because he didn't want me to write a book on divorce. And the thing was that, well, it, it is what it is. I wrote it and he didn't. He thought I was sort of celebrating it. He didn't really understand everything that I was trying to achieve. Today, that's completely different our relationship's completely different but back then he thought I was sort of encouraging people to get divorced which is the last thing I want I don't want people to get divorced I want people to be happily married and 
my driver for my business, first and foremost, is the fact that 40% and these, you know, I haven't checked these stats for a while, but 40% of first time marriages, 70% of second time marriages, and 90% of third time marriages fail. And why is that? The truth is, we don't learn our lessons. When our first marriage or relationship breaks up, we don't take ownership or responsibility of what the hell went wrong. We want to blame everyone else and we just, because I know that was me. It It wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. But the reason behind a lot of it was, yes, takes two to tango and I need to take just as much responsibility for what went wrong as did my ex-husband. But I don't want to be one of those 70% and I definitely don't want to be one of the 90%. So what do I need to do and what do you need to do to make sure you're not part of that category? And the simple thing is to sit there and ask yourself what went wrong. What part did you do in your relationship not lasting? But the other thing looking back now is I felt like I'd failed, but I hadn't failed. I'd succeeded. I'd been married for 22 years. I had three beautiful children. I, and I want to swear right now, I friggin' succeeded. But at the time, with everything else that's going on, and this might be you right now, I didn't feel like that. I couldn't see what the possibilities of my life could be. All I could see was the sorrow and the sadness and what could have been or, oh my God, I've stuffed this up so much. How does this happen to me? Victim, victim, victim. That was me. That was me for a long time. Not anymore. And have I tried and have I failed? It's how you look at it. So, yeah, you could say that I failed, but I don't, don't accept that word. I do not accept that word. I did not fail. I succeeded and I learned from it and I'm helping others from my mistakes and I don't want you to do those same things. But ask yourself right now, why around the world do divorces cost so much money? Why around the world do we continue to make the same mistakes? Why are all of our courts bloody locked up with people lined on the footpath to get in to tell their story in front of it front of a judge so that a judge can make a decision on our life why there's something seriously wrong with the ecosystem that happens when it comes to the divorce industry and we've allowed this to happen We've allowed the lawyers to take control. We've allowed our emotions to take control. We've allowed the judges, the courts and everything else to step up and take control of our life. Where, let's be honest, if we took responsibility for what we did wrong, imagine how we would not even need to go down those paths. We could take full control of our life we can make sure that those mistakes didn't happen again because rather than being failure, they're lessons. They're lessons in success. They're lessons to make sure 
that we succeed in our next relationship, in our life, that our children can step back and watch and think how proud. And this is what one of my kids said to me not that long ago. We are so proud of you, mum, because you've turned a bad situation around and you're helping other people. And that alone is the greatest accolade that I could ever get. If that's all I've got for the rest of my life, that alone is the greatest reward I could get out of my divorce. And I want that for you. So I feel like I'm up on my high horse right now, but the idea is when I say to you, where else in your life have you tried and failed? What does that mean to you? Do you see the negative connotation or the positive? Because I don't want you to sit there and your interpretation of that question be, I failed, I can't do anything right, this is not fair. Because I'm telling you right now, if that's how you are taking this, you're in victim mode. And if you're in victim mode, we've got to get you out of it because you haven't failed. You haven't failed. You've actually succeeded. You've gone through a relationship and it hasn't worked out and you've figured out a way to keep going on with your life. You've picked your socks up and every day you get up and you keep going. And if you're in a relationship right now that's not working and you know without a doubt that you are going to leave, the advice that I give to you right now is that you do not need to be like the numbers of hundreds and thousands and millions of people that have gone through a divorce going back years and years and years and have used a system that is completely and utterly broken and it works on the side of everyone else other than the people that are getting the divorce. That does not need to be you. You can be the person that actually has learnt from everyone else because that's what history is all about. We need to learn from history. You need to be the person that stands up and puts your hand up and says, you know what, I wasn't the perfect person, but I've learnt and I'm never going to let it happen again. But while our relationship isn't working, we need to now be amicable in how we move forward and how do we do that together. So I've spoken about this on last week's podcast, but I've done a video series and a a course to help people when they're having the conversation with their ex-partner. So you make sure that you're not placing blame. And when you're not placing blame, it means that, that you're not accusing someone. You're not blaming someone, but you're taking ownership. And when you take ownership, you are not failing. You are learning. And that's the key here. My dear, dear friends, I want you to learn. So where else in your life have you tried and failed? Where else in your life have you tried and failed and turned it into something amazing? Because that's what's happening right now. You are going to turn this completely around and become the most amazing kick-ass person on the face of the earth. You are going to have your children step back and look and wonder how it was that they were so lucky to have you as a parent. You are going to be the sort of person that's going to make a difference in someone's life, whether that be your children, whether that be your next partner, whether that be a family member, whether that be your ex. 
it does not matter. So I want you to really, really think about the question, where else in your life have you tried and failed? And how you respond to that is how you're going to keep moving forward right now when things are hard and things are shitty. You are going to be able to keep moving forward because you haven't failed. You are not a failure. Do not allow your identity to be that you have failed because I've been there. I was that person. I cried. Why did this happen to me? How did I get here? Why is it that I'm not good enough and can't even make a relationship last? Because I didn't fail. I was learning. It was a lesson in life. And there's probably plenty more lessons to come. But the silly people out there don't realize it's a lesson. The silly people out there don't realize the value of what they're living through right now. Because that value is going to absolutely make you stand out in a crowd. And that's what I want for you. If you'd like some help to get through your divorce, please contact me. We're here to help. We've got some great resources, some free ones and some other ones where we can help people put together their life. I've just finished putting together the COVID divorce plan and it is what I wanted when I was going through my divorce because if you know the questions that the lawyers are going to ask you and you've prepared and planned, then you are protected when you have a conversation with them. Don't think that this is just about you and your ex because there's so many people in this ecosystem of divorce and you've got to be mindful of everyone that you are dealing with. The only person that has your back is you. So make sure that you understand what you are getting yourself into and don't be the person that's going to be standing on the steps of the court. Try and prevent that with whatever you can. Now, I know people are listening going, well, Tanya, you're just talking garbage because I can't get through to my husband. I'm keeping stats right now and I pretty much, well, I can't say it factually at the moment, but what I've witnessed and what the data is showing me is the people that throw grenades end up in a war. The people that want to just play nicely, get through it a lot quicker and a lot better. And the quicker I can get this data out into the public and the quicker I can let people know, hopefully then I can stop people making the mistakes that hundreds and thousands and millions of people before us have made. But don't be one of those people. Because you haven't failed, you've learnt. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop off my soapbox right now and I might get back to some cleaning. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. 
If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favour and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.